Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one uh, uh, tranked up, low-boated, low <laughs> zip-headed minute at a time. I'm Scott Carilli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news, future showrunner of uh, Recent Foley. <laughs> Coming to the USA Network, fall 2017. <laughs> That's exactly where it would be. Oh, it is. <laughs> And I'm Allie Cluccio. Oh, welcome back, Allie. Thanks. All right. Well, today we are going back to minute 28, which begins with the Hill Valley Police uh, Police Department car parking in Hilldale, and ends with uh, with with Officer Foley saying, "Have a nice day, Mrs. McFly." And a really great shot of uh, confused Elizabeth Shue. Oh, she's so confused. Uh, <laughs> it's the best. Um, all right. So everything, everything Elizabeth Shue does in this minute is gold. Uh, everything. Um, so, so, but starting off from the top, the Hilldale sign uh, says the address of success, but... <laughs> Success has been spray painted over to say the address of suckers. <laughs> I bet a really hip, like radical youth made that addition, Scott. I bet so. Yeah. So <laughs> clever. Success more like suckers. <laughs> that gives me a great idea. <laughs> um, I read. I read Nietzsche, man. It's all worthless. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> I looked up Hilldale and uh Hilldale was uh what what's interesting about Hilldale and what's interesting <clears throat> in general about the way that this movie sets things up mm -hmm. is that <clears throat> you know in uh in the original movie everything was set up in 1985 and then paid off in the past in 1955 and what this movie does is it does the same thing, except that it, it does it in the exact same order. So in order to set things up, everything <laughs> is set up in 2015 and then paid off in alternate 1985 and then later again in, in, in uh, 1955 revisited. Sure. So it's this weird thing where – 1985, you're watching this movie and you feel like 1985 is sort of like the home turf of the movie because that's <laughs> where all the characters are from. So it's weird that they're setting up Hilldale in 2015 and it's not going to be paid off until later when you see that Hilldale is a uh, uh, a, a community like a com – like a – I mean, kind of like um, Lion Estates. It's a community that just opened in 1985. It was mm -hmm. like this brand new development. But you don't mm -hmm. see that until later in the movie when we're back in normal 1985. <clears throat> in fact, that might not. We might not even see it until the end of part three. In fact, because that's when the race with Flea is right. <laughs> I think that's yeah. in the end of part three. Yeah, so I think that's when we see it next. Uh, so it's it's weird that we're setting that up 
we're setting up like the payoff before getting the setup later. It's weird. It's a weird process that they're that they're doing. It is. Uh, it's an interesting way to do all of this, really. Yeah, it's really strange. So um, I want to. I want to. I be. I um. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Oh yeah, because I was just gonna say one other thing about Hilldale, which yeah. I was thought was interesting while I was researching this, is that there's a theory that the reason that Hilldale looks so run down in 2015 is because when we arrive in 2015, it is after Biff has his hand has a plan and has his hands on the almanac. Oh, so it's already affecting stuff. It's already starting to affect oh. things. So yeah. it's like Hilldale's already like a bad neighborhood. <clears throat> right. Wow. Yeah. And what's even scarier is Reese and Foley have already like adopted new memories. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be so scary. Um, but yeah, so so it's interesting that the theory is that without even traveling in time yet, just with the intention of traveling in time, it's already starting to change things because time knows that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so the 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 Biff ripples, if you will, have already That's begun. The, the grossest the, phrase the I've ever heard anyone say: <laughs> the Biff ripples. <laughs> the Biff ripples. The Biffles. The Biffles. The Biff uh, ripples sounds like an anthology series. <laughs> sounds, oh man, the Biff ripples. It sounds like a sounds like Biff's like brand of potato chip. Yeah, it, it sounds like a '90s snack. Yeah. <laughs> Biff Ripples. Your parents don't want you to eat Biff Ripples. Biff Ripples. <laughs> ah, Biff Ripples. Oh, I feel like it's, oh, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like it's, like, after you throw up and then you have one of those really gross burps. Yeah, that's a Biff <laughs> Ripple. Oh, that's a Biff Ripple. <laughs> that's a Biff Ripple. Or if you eat, like, if you eat, like, a really heavy dinner after, like, nine. Oh, yeah. 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 Then you got Biff Ripples. You get the <laughs> Donald Trump is like a human Biff Ripple. <laughs> Biff Ripples, we're making it a thing. There we go. Boom. Epi- episode title, at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think this episode could be called literally anything else. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, so then the uh, Reese and uh, and and Foley they land and they get out and. Uh, Officer Reese mentions that uh, Hilldale has become a breeding ground for uh, Tranks, Lobos, and Zipheads. Oh, I love how they're still on. I love how it's all business with Reese and Foley. Like, yeah. there's no like stupid like oh like you know about anything. They they're both so committed to their job. Well, yeah. they're on the clock. They're on the clock, and I really I feel like when they when they when they finish up for the day they go to the bar the locker room and they close their lockers and they go to joe's for a drink then they're all not business full you still thinking about that beat from before let it go there was nothing you could have done <laughs> i don't know man i feel like i could have saved that trank <laughs> <laughs> you can't save every trank foley or reese <laughs> I I, I can still see the I can still see the look on that baby Lobo's face. <laughs> so I looked up all of these phrases that they use. Okay, to, fig- <laughs> to figure out what they are. So so here's the thing. And when I explain what they are, it, it's just it's a it's a oh duh moment. Like so, tranks 
are people who are addicted to tranquilizers. Okay. Not fans of the 2015 Fantastic Four movie. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Tranks. So... So they actually, uh, uh, they actually think that Jennifer is a trank. Sure, a, yeah, because she's yeah, all loopy yeah. and like, yeah, right, out yeah. of it. She's all, uh, she's literally on tranquilizers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, and, and because Doc drugged her against her will earlier today. Right. Uh, Lobos are uh, have become a, <laughs> they're a combination word. Of lobotomized hobos. Oh my, oh my god. god. That's so much worse than I thought it was. Why, so are, they, why are they doing that to hobos? Why are there no, lobotomized no, homeless people wandering the streets of California? Yeah, they're chemically... They did it to themselves. They're chemically lobotomized... Oh my god. Hobos. Uh, why do so they do people that? who have overdosed on, on like drugs in the future and become like just homeless zombies. Whoa! I thought there were like wolf people. No. Okay. No lobos. Intergalactic bounty hunters. Yeah, just a bunch of lobos. That would be even worse. Much like Lobot from uh, from Empire Empire Strikes Strikes Back. Back. Yeah. Lobotomized robot. Lobot. So just a bunch of homeless people walking around having their own sucker punch adventures in their minds. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to reference the Zack Snyder movie, sure. Uh, I do. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and, and none of them, none of them have a Lando Calrissian to, to yeah. pick them up when they're down. It kind of also reminds me of, there's that great scene in, uh, that first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where, uh, Casey Jones is like trying to like guess what kind of weirdo like Raphael is. <laughs> you know, like, oh, no, you're a oh, I can't stand punkers. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, and then Ziphead. Ziphead. Uh, Ziphead. Uh, apparently, there is a uh, drug called Zip. That's it. That's anticlimactic. I yeah, think there's a. I think there's a missed opportunity for Zemeckis to call out to call back Dip. 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 The dip. Oh, oh, from uh, who? From Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. The dip. Yeah. So um, yeah, I zip, really Ziphead. like. <clears throat> There, there's. I guess there's, there's the 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 entry that I'm looking at. I'm hesitant to to talk about this, but I'll, I will since we did we talked about racial slurs in the uh, uh, in the last movie when when that we came did. up. When? Um. So <laughs> when do we? Well, okay. So apparently the idea is that zip the drug. Okay. Is made by is some sort of chemical something made by Asians and so it's called zip because it's based off the Asian like racial slur zipper head which I don't really even understand what that is or why you would call them that. I feel um, like I feel like jip is a word that I feel like that's something I've read in like a book before. I don't know. Yeah, that's not- that's uh gypsies. Oh, okay. Yeah, because gypsies. <laughs> yeah, gypsies if you like, you dip someone out of something. Hey, right, right. what a gyp. Like a gypsy. Oh, that's yeah. oh god, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> gyp, gyp, gypsies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish that was a, yeah, gypsies, huh? <laughs> Any, anyone who cheats you out of money becomes a gypsy. 
<laughs> Honestly, in the world that we live in today, that seems positively quaint that we used to have racial slurs for gypsies. Okay. So, so, so zip, so zip is a drug that that's coming from the eastern, like from the east, from like that's that's that seems to be the uh, that seems to be what's going on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really like that. Um, I, I really like uh, Reese and Foley's uh, glow stick nightsticks. Yes, that's I'm amazing. That. Yeah, those are pretty great. I also like that they have their names in like those like digital running screen things. So like when Officer Foley leaves, like you can see it says like Officer Foley in green. Right. Yeah. No, scrolling like, across the top of her it's like a Wall Street spot. ticker. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's just so much. I really like the de- I like. I love that they have matching braids. I like that they have like fingerless gloves that they're always wearing. Mm. I mean, that's just badass. Yeah. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. Um. Uh. I think. Like, I it think was, it's like it's like they 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 ran overtime at the gym, like just like lifting awesome weights and being awesome generally. <laughs> Also, like, oh, let's just not take off the gloves. Let's just go to work. I may be looking at this wrong, but I think they both have their nails painted the same color, or maybe that's just both of wow. one of their hands, huh? But but one of the, at least one of them has red nail polish. Interesting. But maybe both of them, which is even better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, like Tessa Thompson. I don't know. Maybe she's too young, but like, I don't know. Um. I want to cast as recently. Oh, you're you're show running. <laughs> you're you're, you're I'm fan casting. Oh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Brie, yeah, Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson. That's Brie Larson, Tessa Thompson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or if you want to go like a little older, like maybe they could be like in their thirties or forties, maybe like Vera Farmiga and like Kerry Washington. Oh yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so so they uh, they take uh, Jennifer over to her door, and uh, they use her unconscious thumb to let themselves inside. <laughs> and they mention they mention that she needs to. It's not safe to come in your house with your lights off in in Haledale, So she re- should reprogram her door to turn the lights on when she enters. And I love that joke of her going. Lights on and the oh, that's so that's so genius. Yeah. That's exactly. so good. So good. It reminds yeah. me of like those old clapper jokes that were in like yeah. every sitcom. Yeah, uh, in the nineties when when somebody would just oh I got this clapper at the beginning of an episode. <laughs> the, rest of the episode people would randomly clap and all the lights would turn off. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's just such it's a it's such a throwaway little like classic like Bob Gale pun. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good because the house recognized her voice. It's it's her voice. Say, they say lights on like twice and it yeah. doesn't happen until Jennifer says it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and then her line reading of when when uh, Officer Foley says, be careful in the future. And she goes, the, the future? future? <laughs> it's the most perfect line reading. <laughs> okay. Um. So two thoughts. I, I okay. Do you guys do you guys remember Death Proof? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think my dream recent Foley is like Tracy Toms and Zoe Bell. <laughs> there you go. Um. So that's A. You B. You know who like 
who like Elizabeth, she was kind of reminding me of in this scene in particular, and I think would make like an interesting Jennifer and like a weird alternate universe is uh, Abby Jacobson. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Just like her like spaced out kind of like she was like per- delivery right here. It's like, I don't know. That kind of like sometimes it kind of reminds me of yeah, Abby. From I like that. I like that. Um, I like know, Jennifer. Tracy, oh. uh, Tracy Toms was Tracy Toms has been my number one choice for uh, uh, Agent 355 in Why the Last Man. Like, oh, totally. A decade now. Yeah. Since Wonderfalls. Uh, just Tracy Thompson would be an amazing 355. Um, but, uh, yeah, so in the other drafts. Okay. Um, so in the 67 draft, like I said, Jennifer is just coming home by herself uh, and just sort of exploring everything. Um like she she figures out how to use her thumb on the thumb plate because the door doesn't have a knob and it's just it's very written mm-hmm. where it's just like <laughs> yes. there's no there's no reason for her to be doing any of this. She's just doing it because the movie wants her to be doing all these things mm-hmm. and right. figuring these things out. And so it's a little it's not as clean as it is in the movie where yeah in the movie it feels like we're learning everything through action yeah 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 it all feels very behind that action Mm -hmm. not just like oh now you know how this works on this thing because why not right exactly oh i guess that's where i put my thumb yeah it's (laughs) it's not uh yeah it's just not clean it just feels very rough um there's an interesting bit, though, in the Paradox draft, which came after that draft, which is that when Reese and Foley show up, Foley rings the doorbell and there's no answer. So then Foley says, they've got an identipad. We could just take her in. And Reese says, are are you are you Kirgo? K-I-R-G-O. Kirgo. Kirgo? Kirgo? Some kind of crazy future slang? I don't know. Uh, that's a violation of the Privacy Act. We could get our crags numped. Whoa! <laughs> we could get our crags numped. Yeah, we can. We can get our crags numped. You know, if we, okay. if we can't revive her, we have to leave her here. So then they start gently slapping Jennifer's face. Okay, I already <laughs> like the movie better. I do like that, like, they knock first. Yeah. Because yeah, that sure. be kind of weird. They're just going to be like, all right, let's, what if there were people in there? Yeah, like, you don't assume right. there's anyone else in the house. Right. Right. Well, I guess they saw the lights weren't on. I don't know. So how often? You would think, you would think that. the They would knock uh, first. Well, yes. And also, you would think that the pol- pol- police in the future wouldn't, if they have an identipad, which seems to be like. I mean, if they have them in Hilldale, they must have them everywhere, right? Hey, am so, I right? So, so you would think that there would be some sort of system in place where Hilldale, the police where my cell phone would, didn't work. Well, yeah, where the police would have your thumbprints on file that they could just call up on a screen and let themselves into your thing, rather than Whoa. physically using your body <laughs> to. 
I to, feel like that having your thumbprint on file and just walking into people's houses thing is maybe a crazy violation of privacy. Sure. Yeah, I guess maybe that's true. The privacy I don't, yeah. That's a little bit creepy. But I just feel like you knock when you, you knock first. Why would you ever not knock? I don't know. <laughs> when when the person <laughs> is unconscious, I guess. Because they were... They're getting their what was it? Their their mooks nubbed. Their crags numped. Crags their, numped. See, even what you said sounds phonetically more natural. Gonna <laughs> so, get our crags numped. I want to talk about language for a second. So, <laughs> no, please. How? Okay, so in any given conversation that you have with someone else in out in the world, how? What? What percentage of that conversation that? What, that you just had, do you think would be like intelligible, like be able to be understood by someone who was born thirty years ago? I think most of it. Yeah, like you know, like weather is still kind of the same, traffic is still kind of the same, bosses I are mean, still I- jerks. They're still like money things still cost. I don't know. I just feel like we don't. Maybe I'm just being. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely, like, times I have said, like, a sentence and thought, wow, there is, you know, like, <laughs> ten years ago, I would not have strung those words together. Yeah, like, oh, but I gotta... More, I, but it's more, like, technology and social media-based. Yeah, like, right? oh, I gotta be sure to... I gotta, like, not get on Twitter or Tumblr before I watch Game of Thrones, otherwise I'll get spoiled. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would probably make no sense to someone from 1989. <laughs> you might get your crags numped. I might get my crags numped. Crags numped. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start like hanging out at like comic book stores or like Whole Foods or Mariano's and be like, oh, I forgot to send that email, man. If, Bra- if Barbara like gets to the office before I send that, my crag is going to get like so numped. <laughs> oh, I love she's, it. She's going to numph all of our crabs or cracks if we don't do this. Forget about the biff ripples. <laughs> oh, no. Crag numps. <laughs> How would you? Spe- How is it spelled in the script, Scott? Uh, the crags numped. Yeah, uh, crags is uh, C R A G S. Like okay. crags at a rock. Okay. Yeah, and then numped is N U M P E D. Numped. Okay. See, I thought it was numped. I thought there was an F in there. <laughs> that. That was Bob. That was bugging the shit out of me. That's no. a little numped. Numped. It's okay. Numped. I thought it was like drumpf. They, they literally just erased the top part of the H off of humped. Numped. <laughs> how was... Kylo Ren came up with Ren. <laughs> Kylo, you need rent. Ren. <laughs> Ren. That's oh, so... no. I was just thinking because it's Ben, but you oh, okay, that's erased probably... the bottom part of the B and it's Ren. <laughs> he, was, he, was like, he was like taking like the SAT test and he was like, carpet Ren. Ren. That's it. <laughs> oh wait, but isn't isn't it the Knights of Ren? So he came up with Kylo. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, we, eh, unless he unless the Knights of Ren are named, named after him, which is amazing. <laughs> he could have named his own knights. <laughs> the Knights of Ren. The I hope that's what it is. Me. You are all the Knights of Ren because you're my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> It's like his debate. That's really game. why he hates Han Solo because Han has like he's like really, really. Yeah, he's just a <laughs> so lame. 
The Knights of Ren. Why are you so lame? You're not my kid. The my Knights God. of Scott. Jeez, Dad, why, why you always gotta, like, nope my crags? Dad the, Knight, <laughs> Dad, the Knights of Ren meet once a week. You know this. <laughs> yeah, I told the Knights of Ren to keep it down. You can't come into our secret <laughs> clubhouse. I'm telling you how cool Grandpa was. Your Grandpa wasn't cool. <laughs> Your grandpa was a dick. Oh, man. <laughs> You're <Good> lying. <laughs> the helmet is so sweet. Grandpa would love me more than you. Betty won. <laughs> So, uh, so Reese and Foley are slapping Jennifer awake. <laughs> okay, yeah. And uh, and then Jennifer starts to like starts to sort of uh, uh, revive, and she's but she's groggy and disoriented, and she's asking where she is. And Reese says, "You're home, uh, but you're a little tranked up. Uh, everything's everything's <laughs> okay. fine. Can you walk?" And she's like, "I don't know." And he's like, would you like us to take you inside? And she's like, okay. And then they take her hand and put it on the thumbprint thing. And the door opens. And then they go inside. And everything happens like it does in the movie. Until after they say, Polly says, so long, Miss McFly. She goes, so long. And then the door closes behind them. And then she suddenly sits up and goes, Mrs. McFly. Uh. <laughs> So it's kind of it's kind of like the ongoing uh uh you're back home in good old, good old 1955. 19. Uh 1955. Uh so she kind of has a Marty moment. Mm. Which is uh I kind of like. I like how chill Foley and Reese are with Jennifer. Like they're not like asking any like, you know, really personal questions about why she was tranked in an alley. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not I think judgmental anymore. Well, they, she, they took her home to Hilldale, so I think they know why she. <laughs> well, I was going to say it is oh, it is it is the <laughs> suburb of Tranks and Lobos and Zipperheads. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's from Hilldale. They figured they're like, oh, of course she's from Hilldale. Holy, Hilldale. Yeah. Holy look at her zip code. Oh, boy. Well, her house looks nice. <laughs> I like the little bit of AT&T product placement too when she goes to put her thumb on the Yeah, it's so weird. It's, a, it's like the tiniest. It's like AT&T was just like here's 20 bucks. <laughs> what do we get for yeah, 20 bucks? What can we get for $20? It'll be in like half a shot of like someone's like home security system. We'll and take it'll it. Be small. Texaco's like, here's $13 million. What do we get? <laughs> well, I have a whole scene devoted to you. <laughs> the Cubs um, are like, we will pay you $20 million to have a line where we win this World Series. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Because it's the only way we'll be able to do it. It has to be against a fictional team. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, that'd be really funny if if the the Cubs had the same. Co- I don't know anything about sports, so if this is actually I, true, I was really hoping that we're gonna win. Budget, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it would be it would have been really great if the Cubs had the, has had the same coach <laughs> since 1989, and he paid like the 20 million dollars to get <laughs> the movie. Just so that in 20 years or thir- in 30 years when 
2015 rolled around, it would be like motivation for the team to finally yeah, it, win. It's like that thing where you buy a pair of jeans that are a little too, or like a jacket that's a little like tight. And you're like, no, <laughs> I'm going to be able to fit in this by May. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to win a World Series in 20 years. In 30 yeah. years. It's going to happen. You know what would be even better is if if the, if the Cubs are like, hey, you know, we'll pay you money to like include a scene where we're in the World Series. And then like the movie comes out and it's like, oh, the Miami Gators have beaten the, the Chicago Cubs in like game five. <laughs> no. no. Not the Miami <laughs> Gators. They're not real. Oh, man. Um, That's all I got for this minute. Yeah, it's a good minute. It was a really good minute. Almost as good as next of tomorrow's minute. Oh, also in uh, in in my in uh, recent Foley, the theme song will be like an original like Tegan and Sarah song. (laughs) Really? uh, Yeah, and it'll sound kind of like vaguely like Beverly Hills Copy. You know, it'll sound kind of eighties. Oh, okay, all right. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. I can dig it. Reese, 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 and Foley. Foley, Reese, 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 and Foley, Reese, 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 the Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast that we do with Cassandra Fredrickson. Right now, you can catch up on uh, all the podcasts covering the first story of every Doctor. Uh, we just did that. It's called Doctor Who, The Long Way Around. That's what we're doing right now. We start up with uh, the second story of every Doctor uh, beginning in June, so uh, keep an eye out for that. Also, check out Geek by Night, our original audio drama podcast. Uh, that uh, we Nick and I write and uh, produce ourselves, and uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's fully cast, sound effects, all that fun stuff. So if you like Back to the Future and you like nerdy stuff, go check out Geek by Night. Uh, we think you'll like it a lot, and we also think you'd like uh, maybe uh, helping us out on Patreon, DuelingGenre.com/support. Uh, duallygenre.com slash support. Go check out our Patreon page and uh, see what uh, goals we've got. There's a live episode of Back to the Future Minute on there. There's uh, a weekend edition of Back to the Future Minute. There's stickers. There's t-shirts, all kinds of things. So go go check that out. And if you think it's a worthy cause, uh, maybe throw us five bucks a month. That would be great. And uh, – we're also uh, you can you can email the show contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and as always, check out the other podcasts in the Minute Movie family. Uh, and uh, make sure that you're tuning in for the end of the first prequel on Star Wars Minute because uh, they they probably need all the support to keep going after that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what's we, the worst thing you can imagine doing to yourself is it oh watching God. the phantom menace one minute at a time because they did that they did that wow yeah the only thing that's going to be worse at one minute at a time is going to be revenge of the sith because at least all the bad things that attack of the clones does at least it tends to change up what it's doing every couple of minutes Revenge yeah. of the Sith is just a lot of people sitting and talking to each other. 
for like long stretches of time. It's like, there's do you want to just the whole volcano fight scene at the end? I know, but that's not interesting to talk about one minute at a time. That's like watching someone else play a video game. <laughs> <laughs> that is my fun. That is one of my favorite John William pieces, though. Is the the Mustafar fight theme or music? I actually I'm not super familiar with that. I think the last. <laughs> wow, you can hum it. That's yeah. impressive. I'm impressed. I, I'm very impressed. I, I can remember Duel of the Fates and then nothing until Ray's theme. That's basically... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Star Wars Minute. Uh, and we will talk to you tomorrow with uh, Minute 29. Bye. Bye. Bye.